Okay, and welcome to episode 378 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says. I used to think life was about me. I was the hero of my own story. A Bruce Wayne in a lifelong issue of Detective Comics, so to speak. And then that kid came along and suddenly you realize you're not Bruce Wayne anymore. You're Thomas Wayne. Or, or Bruce Wayne's mom, who, whose name escapes me. Nice. Little little something from a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah. I watched that yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I, I watched that because it, it's on Amazon. And I, I haven't seen it since the um, I went to see it in the theater. Yeah. So I thought I'd, I'd check it out, you know. Kevin Smith movies are always rewatched, but when it was, I, I, I enjoyed it. But man, that Affleck speech, that still had me in tears. I'm not even a father. <laughs> Crushed me. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched, like right after that, I watched, um, they they just released this week on um, on Amazon Prime. It's It's called... Uh, Magnus Dopus, which is basically a documentary about the making of reboot. That was that was somewhat interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like I knew they like there, there was little things I knew like I knew they filmed it in 21 days. <laughs> um, you know they the, something I didn't like I didn't know like the that the quick stop scenes were were actually in New Orleans. They found the building that looked just like the quick stop and just made it look like it. Oh, really? That's yeah. Cool. So I didn't know that. He said that was the first time they've done the quick stop that they didn't film in Jersey. Okay. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, and then at the end of it, like, you know, everything with, with Affleck, because, like, that was, like, the reunion and shit. Yeah. That was interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I often wonder, and they didn't, you know, they don't touch on it. They're not going to touch on it. But, like, you know, back in the day, you know, Joey Lauren Adams and Kevin Smith dated. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, Kev, like I, I guess well, they met on Mall Rats and they started dating. And then when they, like, they broke up, she's the inspiration for chasing Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the movie was, like, part of that movie is about, like, I guess, like, he was kind of fucked up. Like, she had led a more experienced life than he did. Uh-huh. You know, and it kind of fucked with them in a way. And he, hence this movie gets made. You know, he writes this movie about her in many yeah. ways. And is the term, like, bound and determined that she's going to star in it, which is kind of a, like, I, I guess, like, they have a good relationship to the, like, you know, because she's appeared in... <laughs> Janice on Bob Strikes Back. She appears in in reboot, so I'm, I imagine they have a good relationship of some type. But like, you know, like it's always like that situation, like, like with the wife. Like, is she kind of like, I know you fucked them back in the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or like, or like, or women like past that. Like, you know, I'm I'm sure it is because like as a guy, like if I. If I was to ever meet like Nancy's ex-husband, like even though I know she hates his fucking guts, I'd still be like, I know you fucked her. <laughs> you know? yeah. but don't give me any fucking shit. You know, <laughs> like a, te- a territorial lizard brain kicks in, you know, with a man. So. I always wonder about shit like that, because, I mean, like, you know, she appears in the movies, and, you know, I, I guess, well, no, in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, they were to, they would have been married already, because Harley Quinn plays Silent Bob, like, baby Silent Bob. Yeah. So, like, you know, so there's two movies, I mean, I mean, she's only there for a day, but still, like, I, you just gotta wonder, like, you know. <laughs> Like tension, like the next couple of days, like before and after that, with him and his wife. Right. 
you know. Yeah. Oh, just go back to Joey. You know, what the fuck? That was <laughs> 30 years ago. <sighs> I also, yeah. I finished, I finished season two of Jack Ryan. Okay. What'd you think? I thought the first season was better. Okay. But I still liked the second season a lot. Yeah. Like it just it told a very different story, which I yeah. get, you know, and it makes sense. But, you know, I, I still thought like the first season was – I, I think because it didn't have that that personal – like some of the decisions Jack makes in the second season, you're like, well, man, you're just making this decision because it's personal to you, you know, yeah, yeah. because your buddy got killed. Like it, season one, Jack wouldn't have made that decision. Season two, Jack makes it because it's personal for him. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So that I, but like overall, I still enjoyed the heck out of season two. And I can't wait for, for season three. That's cool. Whenever that may be. Yeah. I thought it was good too. Yeah. That's, that's about it. That's all I watched. Really? Yeah. I don't think I watched anything. Yeah. This week. Of, of no, you know, of importance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. I got a laugh out of this. Um. I watched this reaction video because I love these reaction videos and and it's this guy, he, you know, he's a, he's a guy who grew up listening to hip hop and, and rap. And now he's listening to heavy metal and rock and roll. Um, so he's go like, and he's listening to like people recommending stuff he should listen to one of those types of deals. They're all, all over the place on YouTube. But, um, this one was a reaction to 30 seconds to Mars, the, the kill. Okay. Okay. Now, it's him, and he has a guest on, who also does reaction videos. So like, it's like a you know a, a crossover event of some type, kind of like what we did with Jason. Right. And um, so but neither, but both of them are like, I didn't even know this band existed, and I didn't know Jared Leto was in the band. Okay. 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 Whatever. Whatever. You know. So I watched the video and I, I got a laugh out of it. And it was like, I enjoyed listening to their, what they had to say, but I had to make Nancy watch it. And the reason I had to make Nancy watch it is because, I mean, first off, she is like, you know, probably in the top 1% of Jared Leto's fans and 30 seconds to okay. Mars fans. Like, you know, she, she will go out of her way to see something by, by Jared Leto. Okay. <laughs> you know, she has an she has an obsession, and so I told him you gotta watch this because you're I just I know you're going to just be pissed the entire time, and she was. And the reason is number one, like both of these guys, they're watching the video, and they're like, so which one's Jared Leto? I can't okay. figure it out. Now I get the I mean this is a vi video the song came out in 2005, it's a 15 year old song. Jared Leto looks different you know than he did yeah. back then but still like if, if you know who jared leto is you can kind of figure it out yeah you know what i mean but so both like which is that jared is that is that jared leto i don't know which one and the other part is if you watch that video it, it's clearly based upon the shining and you know the, sh the, the, the the actually the shining plays very well into the meaning of the song which is why they chose to go that route and they're both like Man, this video is really giving me a, a, a Shining vibe. I don't know what it is about it, but it feels like you, you think they based this on The Shining? And, and Nancy's just like sitting there going, what the fuck is wrong with you people? How do you not know? And she's just going off. And I am like, I wish I had taken a video of her reaction to their reaction video. Because yeah. it would have been priceless. I would have made like, – I would have become a YouTube sensation. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it was just, yeah, yeah. oh, so worth the price of admission of watching her. Just like, what the fuck is wrong with them? And I like, I was like, oh, this is tremendous. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So what was the result? Did they like it? They liked it, yeah. Like the 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 one guy was a musician, and so he was talking about like you know he he's like once they figured out the song was from two thousand and five. They were, he was like, you know, well, that makes sense because the way the, the 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 guitar is and the chord progressions and stuff like that. He's like, it's it has that very mid to early two thousands feel. He's like, but they do it very well. Like you don't hear it done this well. Like how they 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 change progressions and stuff like that. So they they were both very like the other guy was like focused on the lyrics and they were both very impressed with the song. Yeah. Um, but still, it was it was funny like. First off, she's pissed that they've never heard of 30 Seconds to Mars. Then she's pissed they can't figure out who Jared Leto is. And then on top of it all, everything else, she's pissed because they, like, they've never seen The Shining, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, who who are these people? I'm like, they're millennials. They're clear. The one guy says when this song came out, he was 13 years old. Okay. That tells me everything I need to know. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He he's a millennial. He didn't grow up listening to he grew he, first of all he was a hip hop head. So he was listening to rap when he was thirteen, probably. You know, so you should be more offended if he's ever heard of the Beasties than right. than this. But you know, right. you know her. It was just tremendous to watch. Like it was the like the highlight of my week was watching her just explode. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm. Especially after I had to take her to the dentist on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, she'd have a couple of teeth pulled. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> you know, like, what sucks is, like, like, luckily she was able to get into this dentist. Like, she was, she, she had, she, had, she called around and she found a dentist that could take her. Like, she called on Tuesday and found somebody who could take her on Wednesday, which was, like, fantastic. Yeah. Because like her, she was in pain. Like she, she had been putting off, putting off. Now the pain was just to the point where she, she wasn't gonna survive. And um, so we go in to see the dentist, and like we're like, you know, they're like, you know, they, we both go in, and I'm, I'm waiting for them to throw me out. In all honesty, like I'm waiting for them to say, well, you can't stay in here if you're not a patient, you know. Yeah. And I told them like, you know, well, I'm because they, they, they're talking to Nancy, and she's filling out the paperwork. And I just went and I sat down. Like, I'm just like, yeah, "Yeah, okay, you know, I'll just sit over here. I got my mask on and everything. Nobody's approached me about anything. And I'm not, you know, walking up to anybody. And somebody comes from behind the the desk and they're like, who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm here with Nancy. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to take her home. You know, she can't drive after having teeth pulled. And, And they're like, okay. And then they start giving me like the rundown of questions. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just sitting in the waiting room, okay, you know. <laughs> but they, they gave me the rundown of questions. They took my temperature, and then they're like, well, we need you to, um, you know, take a squirt of hand sanitizer. Like, they had this like, like five gallon jug sitting on the the counter, you know. Yeah. They hand, they hand sanitize myself, and I was like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm just sitting right over there. Hmm. So that was interesting. <laughs> One more thing, like like COVID, I was like, you know, wow, this is this is awkward as fuck. Yeah, you it's know, the world. Yeah, it's, it's the world. I get that, but it was like, huh, wow. <laughs> this sucks ass. <laughs> so what you got, son? Oh, I've got. So much goodness. So, so much. So, I, I found this interesting. I, I didn't even realize this. Um, for people who don't know, you know, just outside of Pittsburgh, there, there are a number of, in, in Western... I guess in Pennsylvania, you know, I think in all states, there are a number of like minor league baseball teams. Um, notably, you know the the Altoona Curve, which is about an hour and a half drive mm. from from here. Um, you know they're they're a minor league affiliate of the Pirates, but there's also the Washington Wild Things, which are an independent 
Frontier League team. Mm. I did not know that they apparently were having people in attendance at their games. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, apparently, they went through um, a process uh, with the state to have people in the stadium. So they were allowed to be at half capacity, which is about 2,500 people. Um, So they were doing that, and then, like, as as, the, the virus escalated, they lowered it. They went down to, like, 250. Okay. Just but just to have people in the stands. And um apparently again, this was all done. I, apparently they had filed for a waiver and they had done everything properly through the state. Um and so they had this permission. And then all of a sudden, like the state police show up and tell them to shut it down. Really? Yeah. Like you can't have anybody in the stands. If you have anybody in the stands, you know, we're we're, we're, you know, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're shutting yeah. everything down. You yeah. can't, so you can't even play. And it was just like, like, first of all, I was shocked that there were people in attendance at these games. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, so let me, let me read this to you. And this is from action news Four here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the government limited, limited in-person attendance to 250 people. He also outlined a procedure for requesting an exception. The Wild Things submitted a comprehensive plan to the Secretary of Health outlining all the steps the Wild Things would take to keep people safe. The Wild Things requested they be allowed to operate at 50% capacity, which would be 2,200 people. And we were extremely pleased the Secretary of Health approved the plan. At the beginning of the season, when we saw an uptick in the number of cases in southwestern Pennsylvania, the Wild Things decided not to exceed 250 people, even though we had an exception because of this, because this action was the most responsible way to respond to the circumstances. Uh, Monday morning, the Wild Things were out of compliance with the governor's. Zachary said that he was warned Monday morning that the Wild Things were out of compliance with the governor's orders. Um, We are extremely frustrated right now. Um, we have done everything humanly possible to safely operate our facility. We have gone above and beyond. And it was working. Um, yeah, they were, so they were told that they had to shut it down um, and that a continuation of the baseball season could lead to enforcement actions. Okay. So it's like it's like one of those things where, like, Again, first off, wow, I can't believe they had people in attendance. Yeah, I know. And then I can't believe like the state like reversed that like that like without any warning, saying like no, right. no, you can't do it. And mine do it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Weird. Yeah. Are you are you surprised they let people in that stadium though? Yeah, I am, but I'm surprised this is the first I'm hearing about it. Yeah. You know, like. Well, I mean, it's the Washington Wild things. How much? How much do they get in the news? In all honesty. You know, I mean, like to me, like the Washington Wild things are like a, a half a step above, like a. How long have they been doing it? How long have the Wild things been playing baseball? No, how long have they been doing this? All or, season. Or is this the first? Like I don't know how long I don't know how long we've been playing baseball. Like I don't know how long the season's been going on, but yeah. apparently I mean they, they had seemed, fans in attendance all season. Yeah, it just seems like we would have heard of it by now. Yeah. With all the non-sport things going on. Yeah. You think we would have heard about Washington playing? Yeah. Did everybody just keep it on the hush or what? I don't know. Like I mean. Like I said, I mean, I mean, you don't hear much about them because they're a minor league team. Like I said, they're like a st- half a step above, like the you know, the the soccer team here in town. Yeah, but you would have heard about them playing, right? 
amidst the COVID crisis. Well, I mean, I, I right. I mean, I've I've heard that the the soccer team is playing, but there's nobody in the stands. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm not shocked that I'm not shocked that the baseball team was playing baseball. What I am more shocked by is the fact that they were playing baseball with people in the stands. That's what I mean. I think right. we would have heard something about right. that. <clears throat> Instead of like just all of a sudden. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would have came out. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite yeah, yeah. I, I get what your point. Like I get how wouldn't we hear that like they had people in the stands? Yeah. But that I mean I was just like so surprised by that. Yeah. And then I hear like, you know, it's like, you know, we were allowed to have 2,200 people. I'm like, what the fuck? That's a large gathering of people. Yeah. I don't know. On the other side of that, though, you know, the Pirates, they, 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 uh, they had three games that postponed due to, uh, COVID with the St. Louis Cardinals. And apparently yesterday, after the game with the Cincinnati Reds, somebody in the Reds popped up with a positive. So their next two games have been postponed like today and tomorrow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But Major League Baseball was proud to announce that only four people tested positive. I'm like, what? Where are you getting these numbers at? Yeah. Like the St. Louis card, like, you know, you, you've. The Cardinals, the, the Reds, I think, are the fourth or fifth team that have had to have games postponed because they've had a, a positive test on their team. Right. Now, I mean, the Cardinals had a mini outbreak, not nearly as bad as what the Marlins had earlier this year. Yeah. But still, it's an outbreak. Right. You know. Yeah, I know. It's, where are these numbers coming from? I don't know. And the other, the other thing I saw, and that, this was interesting because of COVID, um, <laughs> was uh, you know the first episode of Hard Knocks debuted on HBO this week. Oh, okay. And it, they're, they're following the LA Rams and the LA Chargers. Okay. And it was very interesting to watch how these teams have to handle the players. Yeah. Like, for two reasons. One, you know, there were no mini camps. There were no OTAs. There, there was no – these coaches have had no time with these players up until now. Right. So, like, the first thing they're doing, like, the first two weeks were, like, a ramp-up period. They haven't even put on pads yet. Like, the first week was, like, out there and just, like, you know, hats. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the second week they actually put on a helmet. Yeah. You know, this week they get to put on shoulder pads. You know, so it's been like this very weird ramp up. But on top of that, it was interesting to see like how just how these teams like how you're treating players coming into the facility, like how they have to be tested every single day, how the teams are are like have had to change like the locker rooms around. Um how the teams have had to react to, uh, you know, strength and conditioning, how the teams have had to react to, um, you know, how, how you had, like, your, like, your meeting room space. Right. Like, all, all this stuff is, like, because it used to be, like, I mean, you know, you could go into a quarterback's room, like, they, they just had, like, you know, couple of desks and chairs and they were you know watching the video now you have to be all spread out you know you nobody can sit next to each other and like right. even like the the big meeting rooms like you know so you got like you know 90 players that you're, you're trying to spread out you know i mean it, it was it was very fascinating to watch and kind of see some of the frustration on the coaches because it's not business as usual right you know it was very interesting i thought like i'm looking forward to like the the next few episodes because like 
this isn't obvious. I mean, it's not a normal preseason for football at all. No. no. And and it's like it's fascinating to see like like how are you adapting? Like what what you know? I mean, you t- I'll throw on top of that, you know, the social um, awareness issues that have come up as well that a lot of these players are. You know, so the, these coaches are juggling like all these other things that are like. Any other like you as a coach, you just you consider a distraction, right? You know, but you have to, it has to be there. Like these are things that you have to include. You have to find ways to work around and work with, because it's part of the fabric of 2020. You know. Yeah. And it's been very interesting to see like how that's being done, how how teams are handling this type of stuff, and like yeah, I, I've. It was a fascinating watch, more than any other hard knocks because of it being 2020. Right. You know. Hmm. Sounds like it's going to be good. It, it, it is. I, I think it is. Um, but it just, it, 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 it was just like watching episode one and seeing like how everything has to be handled. Like how, you know, like. Even little things like, like, like you know, a weight room. Like the weight room was inside. Well, now it's outside. Like they, like the teams had to like create outdoor weight rooms. Like a jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a way, yeah. But like you, know, you, you had to create all this stuff. You had to create space. And like it's, I guess part of it is the reason like why the Steelers couldn't do their training camp on the south side. Yeah. Like, the facilities weren't designed for that. Right, right. And they don't have the expansion room that these teams had. Yeah. Because they're downtown, where, like, these teams are on the outskirts of L.A. So they have, like, land and they have room to expand their facilities where the Steelers don't. Right. And you throw on top of it sharing the facility with the University of Pittsburgh, you just, you can't do it. So, like, them moving to Heinz Field, you know, a facility that they got four different locker rooms that they can use so they can spread the players out more. Right. And, you know, you throw on top of that, I guess they're probably using like the restaurants and the, the, all the facilities around the stadium for like meeting rooms and shit. Right. Right. You know, well, it's interesting. Seems like they're planning on going ahead with everything. Oh, they are. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's just going to be how long does it last? Right. You know. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you you throw on top of it like just like in all honesty, like I, I understand everything is going on. I understand why they're doing what they're doing and how they're doing it. I understand all of that. The thing that has like, but the thing is going to be like, let's face facts. The first four weeks of the season are going to be really bad football. Yeah. This is going to be XFL caliber football. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, because they're not going to be doing that much hitting. They're not going to be doing any any real contact. They won't have any preseason games under their belt. There's going to be nothing that's going to be done at full speed. The first thing they're going to go at full speed is week one. Yeah. You know, and when you do that, you're going to see some shitty football. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you just, you are. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that, that shitty football is going to favor the offense or the defense. <laughs> right. You know, I, you honestly don't. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know people that got uh, home tickets. Yeah. So they're selling tickets, I think. Well, they are. I mean, the expectation is at some point they want to have fans in the stands. Every team has laid out a plan to have people in the facilities. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they have to abide by 
you know, federal and state restrictions. I mean, that thing, I guess, is more like more or less state restrictions than it is anything else. Yeah. You know. I don't, so, I don't see how it's going to be done. <laughs> right. But we'll see. I, mean, I know we keep coming back to that. We keep saying the same thing. I don't know how it's going to be done. But, I mean, baseball surprise. You, you keep, I, I keep saying in my head, like, when are they going to shut it down? But they just keep trudging along. They'll yeah. just, like, we'll figure it out. We'll just, we got no plan, but we'll figure it out as we go. Like, yeah, but they have fuck. no people in the stands. Right. Right, yeah, I mean, at some point, the Steelers are going to have to start refunding people for tickets. Yeah. You know, there's no way somebody's going to say, like, oh, yeah, go ahead and keep my money. We'll put that towards 2021. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fuck? But. So. Enough of that malarkey. Oh, this is a COVID-heavy show, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you COVID-19. So I'm, I'm sure you saw this. But apparently, like, in the UK, they had that socially distanced concert um, in Newcastle. Okay. Where attendees have their own private viewing area with about six feet of space between them. Like it, it was like, I mean, it was like this big field, and okay. the field and the field that like had like every six like six feet around each one, and then the like but they had like a, a little platform that you could fit like four to six people on. Okay. Like like their own private box per se, to sit in. Okay. You know, but there was a, just you know hundreds of these, and. You know, but with social distancing between the between the boxes. Mm. Um, I thought this was a brilliant idea. Okay. The problem is, it doesn't work for every concert. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't see how somebody's going to go to a Slayer show and sit in their little private box. Yeah. You know. I, I don't I don't see how a Lamb of God show is gonna go off without a, you know. But at the same time, like you know, there are other shows that this could pertain to that you know, like e- I even like a, a show as as weird as it sounds, like the like the 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 Kiss or Poison, whatever that Kiss Motley Crew or no, Poison yeah, Motley Crew. Kiss. Yeah, it's Poison Motley Crew and. Somebody else, I think Def Leppard. Yeah, like, I can see it working for that because that's going to draw an yeah. older crowd, you know, who aren't yeah. going to be nearly as, yeah, you know, they're going to be more drunk than they are, you know, they'll, they'll jump around and flash their titties from their private little little stage area, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, I, I, it's my question to you: Would this be something that you would be interested in, in doing? I, I I know you're a concert goer. You enjoy going to concerts. Yeah. Would this be something that like you would go no. see a show and do? I, w- I I wouldn't feel comfortable just yet. Okay. I like the idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. Right. But you put enough booze in someone, they're not going to stay in the box. Right. You know what I mean? That's I mean? the problem. Yeah. Yeah. There, no, nobody's going to comply. And how do you police it? That I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened. I mean, this was apparently a pretty mellow concert. People all relaxed, yeah. sat in their box, had some fun. You yeah. know, but I think the stay in your box. I mean, yeah. you know, you police I, that. I think the thing to me that's more difficult is leaving. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that's always like. I mean, the th- here's the thing. Like, the, the, the big thing is, like, you can't do this in Pittsburgh anyway. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, if you look around, like, maybe at Stage AE they could rip that up and they could do that with a few few hundred people. Yeah. But, like, like up at Star Lake, because yeah, it's a hill. Yeah. 
You can't do it. Right. You know, unless you completely leveled that hill, which I'm sure they're not going to do. Yeah. But, um, so, but like the, the, the thing is like, to me, the, the, the hardest part wouldn't so much be enforcing it during the show as much as the cattle call of trying to get to your car after the show. Right. Cause that's always, you know, elbows to assholes. People are bumping into you. People are, you know, it, you're there. There's, I don't see how after a show people are going to practice. That's the thing where I don't think, think social distancing would be practiced more than anything else is trying to leave to get to your right. car. You know, Oh, it's the same. I, mean, I like the concept. Yeah. Like I do. And I mean, in this case it worked, but like I, you know, again, my question is what was it like trying to get people out of the facility afterwards? How right. bad was that? Right. You know, and I get, I mean, you could do all the other stuff. You can do the temperature check before you go into the building or before you go into the facility, you can do all the other stuff, but still, all it takes is one person in that in that crowd, right? For, even if they're not, even if they don't have the Rona, you know, that's all it takes is that one person to have a cough all of a sudden. Yeah. Everybody will be freaking the fuck out. Running. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't... Like, I hate shitting on this idea. Because it's like it, yeah, yeah. it's somebody came up with an idea and it, it and it seemed like it kind of worked, but right, you know, at the same time I'm just looking at the other side of it going, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't know how you can police it. Yeah, I just, you know what I mean. <laughs> and I think the other side of it is like how how I I guess people are desperate. I mean like I mean like how desperate do you have to be to go see a live show? Yeah. How desperate do you have to be to go to a bar? True. Like, and I, the other side of it too is like I get it. Like these are people's livelihoods. Like there are people who you know they work at these facilities. This is this is their their bread and butter. You know. All right. And you know, so I get that side of it too. Like you know, and. Even at the bars and restaurants, like I, I get that too. Like you know, the, you know these bartenders are they're they're out of work. They need they need to work. I get that. You know, it's it's just if we weren't such assholes as, as a race, <laughs> you know that's the problem. You know, yeah. if 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 we could just restrain ourselves just a little bit, right? Instead, we're packing ourselves in like sardines because you know. I got to get out of the house. Yeah, come on, man. Right. It's not that bad. Right now. 101 things you can do at home. People are just like, I got to get out of the house. I know. Believe me. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... God. Um, so, I, I, here's the one other question I'm going to ask you about this. Uh, Would you allow your family to go to this? Because I know, like, on Facebook, Anna, Bree, and Lisa were all like, this is phenomenal. I love this idea. You know, but I, like, would you, like, put your foot down and be like, you can't do it? No, I, I, don't, I don't have that power. Right. I mean, they're free to do what they want to do. I, I would have to say something to say about Elliot, but right. Uh, you know, the girls are they're twenty years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's what they decide to do. Then, you know, I, I would suggest against it. But right. I, you know, who am I to stop them? You know what I mean? Like. You know what I mean? Or no, I get that, but like, I mean, it's that thing where you can say it would definitely be discussed, right? You know what I mean? Right. Because you could say, like, you know, based upon my job, you're putting 
my employment in danger. Right. You know, it's one. Of, I mean, it's, it, it is one of those weird things that you're right. Like they're adults, but they live under your house. You know, I. It, right. It's a very. It would be a very awkward situation. I'm sure. Yeah, it would be a tense conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially depending upon the band, too. Like, you know. All right. Hey, the cure is coming to town. Guess what? Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So, in other things, the coronavirus has ruined. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> New York Comic Con... Is going to be entirely virtual. Yeah, they're going to try to learn from the lessons of San Diego. Yeah. Um. So let me. It's going to be entirely on YouTube. Um. Now, for those who don't know, Ian's actually been to the New York Comic Con. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. You you, you went once, right? Once. Once. Okay. I know. I know you were supposed to go a second time, but you didn't for some reason. Yeah. Man, yeah. I went once. Yeah. Um, so this was originally supposed to take place in the Javits Center in, in New York City, um, yeah. but instead it'll be on YouTube, which is partnered with the events organizers to become the exclusive streaming home of the pop culture convention. Um, if you'd like to participate in the New York Comic Con this October, you'll be able to do so through the convention's official YouTube channel, blah, blah. Uh, the official press release was sent out uh, the pop culture properties that are being represented on this year's virtual con, uh, stars will bring uh, American Gods, CBS All Access will feature the legendary Star Trek universe, DreamWorks Animation will an- showcase the best of television animation, and Hulu FX will add to the excep- exciting program for fans worldwide. Additional announcements are expected in the coming weeks. Um One of the main reasons this year's Comic Con at Home experiment felt stagnant, lifeless shadow, like a like like a stagnant, lifeless shadow of San Diego Comic Con, was because the virtual event pre-recorded all of its panels, removing the anything can happen feeling, excitement that per- permeates rooms like Hall H and Ballroom 20 every year during the physical convention. Uh, Another reason it failed, the event disabled the comments on every YouTube panel discussion, cutting off the communication amongst the communities that showed up to see what the virtual convention had to offer. All right. Uh, New York Comic Con appears to have learned from those mistakes and instead will actively encourage these communities to talk amongst themselves right there as the panels are happening. Uh, NYCC 2020 will feature panels that are streaming live and on, on demand on YouTube, and fans will be able to participate in talent Q&As during the panel's uh, turn every panel into a watch party and geek out with others, other fans using the YouTube community and live chat features. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff that's going on. Um, but it's basically it's all virtual, all through YouTube. So right. one of the things that we talked about was the fact that these were pre-recorded for, for Comic-Con at home and didn't have that feel like you do in in a hall right so do you think new york learning from that mistake and doing everything live is going to make an uptick in difference or is it going to still be fuck it we don't care (laughs) i don't i think it'll make it better i mean i i think that as long as you as you do replay the live version just don't edit it right do you know what I mean? Just let right. it go. Just replay the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the weird editing and cut jobs they did on it were just kind of strange. I don't even right. know why someone would do that. Yeah. Just replay it. You know what I mean? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I. Well, like, like, like Comic Con at home, they, they were. Pre- well, with Comic Con at home, they were pre-recorded entirely. Yeah. Like they were done days in advance, and then they were put up on the YouTube channel. So yeah. that's the that's the major difference is they, they what they weren't even live to begin with. They yeah. were pre-recorded initially, and then put up for your enjoyment. So they they, they gave right. themselves the, the opportunity to edit them beforehand before they even put them up. 
We have to look at the fact that are people going to take off work to watch live events? Do you well, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, I guess I think, it's most of the weekend anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the big the big thing would be. Yeah, you're probably not going to get much participation on on Friday and Saturday or Thursday and Friday. Right. But Saturday should be a big day. Like that should be when you have your heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. You know, because um, that's going to be your prime time day. But you're right. Like I don't I don't know anybody who would like you know at least not for a virtual convention. I'm not taking time off work to, you know. And again, there was nothing they announced that's that. That I was like, I would even like, like I don't even know if I'm gonna watch these because it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that jumped out at me that said, I oh, that, that's something I have to see. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I the DC fandom event is next weekend. Uh, that at least has my interest peaked because you know we're apparently gonna get a, a trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to get more information on Wonder Woman. We're going to get maybe a trailer for the Suicide Squad. We're going to, you know, they're, they're, they're announcing stuff. They're putting stuff out there. This, this, this is a heavy hitter event. If you're a right. DC, if you're a fan of the DC cinematic universe or cartoons or whatever, like this is a big event that, you know, like I kind of do have circled on my calendar and I'm saying right. to myself, I got to pay a little bit of attention to this because there's stuff that's going to be coming out of it. I want to make, make sure I'm aware of. Right. The New York one right now, and in the past, like the New York Comic Con has been one of the bigger ones that, like, you know, later in the year that you do get some information out of. Right now, I am not circling my calendar for it. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, I get it. As sad as that is to say, I, I just, I'm not. Right. It doesn't, like, nothing that they announced there, like, really piques my interest, per se. Yeah. Like at some point I'll probably go to their website maybe, but like even then, like you know, like they're they're also gonna do like online workshops and panels and shit like that. But like you know, okay, (laughs) you know, maybe something will pique my interest and I'll 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 catch it later on. But like I'm not going out of my way to watch the New York Comic Con stuff right now. Right. You know. Yeah, me neither. And that's sad to say because one of the things that like we both kind of talked about is. You know, the virtual convention may be the way to go, but man, they are just screwing the pooch on this. It feels like. Yeah, it's it's not very good. No. And I don't know why. Yeah, you think with all that tech. <laughs> yeah, but I like I, I am intrigued to see like what the DC one does. Like how how is that going to compare to Comic Con at home? You know, like will this have because this is a heavy hitter show. Right. That is going to have all this stuff that they're talking about releasing. And being discussed, like, how many more views is it going to get as compared to Comic-Con at home? Right. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Oh, my. Well, that's it for for what I had prepared. Nice. Yeah. All right, let's dip, go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. All right. Mailbag. And as always, we start with our good friends, Superfan Thad. Hello, my two favorite hosts who used to fly an advanced helicopter. I would love to see an Airwolf and Knight Rider remake. I've been watching the old Knight Rider reruns on the Charge channel. I did enjoy the one remake of Knight Rider a few years back. I love talking cars. Mine talks to me all the time. The speed limit is 55 miles per hour. Wow. (laughs) Um, No, I I mean, okay. I mean, you're, you're... I had somebody else say that they were uh, that they thought this was a good idea. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I love the smell of Pep Boys. I love that rubber smell. It tastes no, 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 no
Is it normal to go somewhere when they ask to take your temperature? I ask if they can do it rectally. Not really. No. No. Pirates suck. The Pens suck. No Big Ten football. I guess it's back to competitive cornhole live from the Allegheny County Prison. What? Whoa. Wrong cornhole, my friend. <laughs> Is it normal to jack off in your wife's sock then laugh as she tries what? to put on a stiff sock? Oh, yuck. No, we're not discussing that. Okay, that's it for Superfan Fad. <laughs> <laughs> and next up is a good friend, the Otter, better known as Superfan Tim. Nice. Keeping it quick this weekend, took off to hunting camp this weekend. We were up around Nancy's sister's place. We're going to take the pup down to the river and splash around. In this nice. wondrous place, the rivers are suitable for recreation. No, there's no Monongahela monster waiting at the bottom of the rivers up there and tying nest up, my friend. You're right. Yeah. There's no, no creature in the deep waiting to rise up like Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. I, I saw that. Apparently, there's like some muse- like Godzilla museum in Japan, and they're developing yeah. a, a you know this you know zip line, and part of the zip line like they'll have like a a, a like a like, I don't know if it's a statue or if it'll be like you know. An animatronic, but it'll be Godzilla, and you'll like go through his mouth. That's kind of cool. Well, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the zipline concept to begin with, anyway. Yeah, but like I I don't need to see like first off, like Nancy pointed out to me, and the first thing I said was, you know, you, you just need to put that zipline over the uh, the Ohio River. That'll happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which they're yeah. planning on doing, by the way. I don't know if you read that. Yeah, really? Yeah, like there's some company that wants to run a zip line like from like the top of Mount Washington down to the North Shore. Jesus. Like an like over the Ohio River. I'm like, no, no, thank you. That's a pass. And that is uh-uh. high. That is high. Yeah. <laughs> that is very high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you just imagine like you're going down. Zip lines are for like dudes that are like 150 pounds, 160 pounds. Yeah. 250 and above, dude. Yeah, no. We're we're not made for zip lines. No, no, not at all. But more important, I'm I'm at that age. Like even if I was in good shape, like I would probably still be like, no, that's not for me. (laughs) You know, like 25 year old Sean would be like. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Forty-seven-year-old yeah. Sean's like, no, no, that's that's a bad idea. <laughs> no, no good can come of this. I don't care how safe it is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. When I was bitching about with Directv, wasn't a Heidi moment. It went straight to pixelation than nothing during the past Falcons overtime Super Bowl. I didn't have direct TV in goddamn 1968. And shortly after, I had pixelation and lost a picture during the Stanley Cup that year. Okay, I get you have to have contracts with local affiliates for local commercials and whatnot, but if the local affiliate fucks the pooch and you're getting complaints, then the contract should allow for the feed to come from another major market until WPXI unfucks their dick hole. Wow. Yeah, I get your point, but it yeah. doesn't. They can, they legally can't do it. And it, it's not even it's not even the contract. I, I think it has more to do with legally you're not allowed to broadcast an outside market to like it like it's there's all sorts of like weird rules as governing like outside mark like local markets like and how they work and it, it <clears throat> it's a real pain in the dick and I don't think legally it can be done. Yeah. 
So that's the other problem you have is a bunch of legal shit. Yeah. So check this shit out. I get at the camp. I'm going through the DVDs for shits and giggles. Mostly from my late uncle's collection. R.I.P. Bud. <laughs> of course, this is an audio broadcast. You couldn't see what I did there. but uh, Dude seemed to be a Brad Pitt fan. I mean, seriously. Who isn't? Anyways. I see the quick and the dead. Sweet. Sharon Stone's ass and those leather pants didn't quit. <laughs> Turns out there is at least one other the quick and the dead. Good luck with that acronym. No. That's nice. Good old-fashioned sagebrush western. Best part is the difference is the time. The best part is the time difference between the two. Elliot's feature, and I'm going to guess this is Sam Elliott because he doesn't give any information, but he says Elliot's, so I'm guessing it's Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's feature was 1987, and Stone's flick featuring her grade-A turd cutter was a mere eight years later. <laughs> well, I expect this behavior from the current run of Hollywood hacks, but I'm disappointed in the 90s, folks. Come on, 90s. You made the Matrix. Have some self-respect. Yeah. Let me also just say In the quick and the dead The Sharon Stone version While her breasts Do not make an appearance There are a couple of shots Where she is wearing very loose clothing And you can see them dangling braless It's magnificent <laughs> Magnificent So He continues, I'll end this week with being tone deaf. Dear DoorDash, maybe a commercial about how supporting restaurants means you're also supporting actors is a little ill-timed. And the commercial is shot on Zoom because everyone normal is locked up. Why is it the only coronavirus patients I know are celebrities and mansions that spent months telling people to stay home? Are they just letting vagrants into the west east wing of their Chalabas chateaus to take hot steamers, then running into that 500 square foot bathroom right after said steamer and licking the toilet seat. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> I, I, I think that this is the the best way I'm going to put this. As as I don't know if you saw this story, but apparently a rookie cornerback for the uh, the Seattle Seahawks, he had his, he had some needs that he had to uh, take care of, and so he tried sneaking a young woman into his hotel room, um, disguised as a member of the Seahawks staff. Okay. He of course got busted <laughs> and was immediately cut from the team. Really? Yes. Well, because you know the young lady, we you know he he has been tested. You know he he he's got teammates he has to worry about. This young lady, I don't know who she is. It wasn't she wasn't identified as a um somebody he knew. Um, right. she was not tested or anything like that. And he's bringing her to his hotel room for a, a little hanky panky. Right. You know, I get it. You got to cut, kind of nip that shit in the bud and say, look, you, you got to be responsible. Right. You know, um, so I'm sure these celebrities who are, who are accustomed to spending their Tuesday nights at, you know, some swanky do club and, you know, shaking their money makers and, you know, going home with models and doing whatever else it is that they, they do. I'm sure it's difficult for them to have to spend all their time stuck in their their massive homes and in the Hollywood Hills and, you know, just waiting for, for them to be allowed to go back out and, you know, enjoy their heathenistic lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you know, so 
I'm I'm sure it's difficult, and you know they've they've probably got you know, Lord knows who coming to their homes and engaging in unsavory sexual activities with them that may <laughs> or may not include number twos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let Thad paint that picture for us next week that I won't read. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my. Um, anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, man, I'm good. I will remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Like I said, it's an email like these fine folks have. That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And of course, um we do want to thank Remember, we are a member of a number of different podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network and the Weeby Geeks Network. Uh, Just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And as always, I want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Uh, We can't thank you enough for taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and or shenanigans. So, thank you so much. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.